0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions in the Lions Den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Listen, strength from the Lions Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lions Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcending godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord Jesus Christ. So what I want you to do right now is just roar for your victory, huh? roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, or don't get scared now, roar for your strength. <laughs> Listen, tonight's topic here in the Lions Den is the good, the bad, and the struggle. Find freedom, and fantastic I'm living what's called the single life And it's all God, and it's all good, right? Well, not so fast Being single and loving God has an upside A downside, and there's a the side Not mentioned in church My four panelists, that's right, I said four Normally I have three, but I got a treat for you tonight I got four They're going to dive in with me and discuss the single's life Now, I'm going to run off these introductions So you hold on to your hats These are some powerful individuals My first guest is a retired U.S. Army Sergeant First Class after 17 years of honorable service. She is the loving mother of two handsome young men. She studied her undergrad in business management at St. Leo and received her MBA with concentration on e-business and technology from Columbia Southern University. Currently, she is a sales rep at GEICO. She is a strong black woman who is caring, considerate, supportive, and sometimes silly and fun-loving, coupled with intelligence. Intelligence, articulate, and ambitious. She is a woman of faith who loves God, and that which does not kill her will only make her stronger. I give you the effervescent Miss Rachel Elise Jones. Rachel, glad to have you on the show. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It's an honor to be
0: here. Definitely.
1: All right. I
2: did all the of- <laughs> Thank
1: you so much. For yes. Me. I look you're, cool you're welcome. Tonight. All right, listen, my next guest is a Macon native uh, with roots in Monks Corner, South Carolina Monks Corner, wow, a licensed minister of Word and Deed <laughs> Ministries in Macon, Georgia He's a graduate of Northeast High School, go Raiders Studied chemistry, pre-dentistry at South Carolina State University and psychology at Middle Georgia State University He has a deep passion for the complete word of God And God's people. And he believes and knows that all things work together for the people of God. The mighty man of God, Minister Samuel Williams. (laughs) So glad to have you here with us tonight.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Hope all y'all are well. How y'all doing? All
1: right. Yeah. Listen, my my next (laughs) guest is a single, successful mother of two daughters and a caregiver for six years. She's a mentor who, and works to empower the youth at her church, the body of Christ in Great Georgia. She's a member of the Hope Club at Jones County High School, and she is uh, in the process of returning back to school to get her degree in early childhood development, working with them children. Okay, She is active in the support group uh, on Facebook called The Benefit and Attack the Fat. Yeah, I need to be attacking some fat. And she administrates for Fitness Accountability. And she is the CEO, founder, and health coach for the 3-in-1 Renew Your Mind, Body, and Soul Bootcamp. my cousin, the incredible Miss Valerie Banks. Thank Hello, you, Valerie. everyone, and thank you for having me. All right. Now, my, my last but not least and final guest is born and raised in Macon, Georgia, in the Bloomfield neighborhood. He's a proud father of three and studied business at Georgia Southern Universal, University. He is a nationally certified firefighter and EMT, and as an ordained minister, he's helped launch several successful ministries in Georgia. He is a recording artist, author, public speaker, graphic designer, and entrepreneur. He is the founder and CEO of Happy Grinding Incorporated. Currently, he's working on the upcoming album, Happy Grinding, and short film CD book entitled G-PASS. That's right. G-PASS stands for God's Presence among sinners and saints, the ever-grinding, Mr. Jerry's, Jerry's Booker, a.k.a. Big Scoop. Glad to have you, man. Hey,
4: thank you, thank you.
1: All right. Come on, come on. Let's hear it for our <laughs> guest. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I'm excited to have y'all tonight. Uh, I'm going to dive into these uh, some questions that I want to Throw around the room I think I'm going to start with uh, Miss Valerie Banks No, no, I'm not going to start with you first uh, Miss Banks <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, we we are all born single And as we develop mentally We make a conscious effort To share our lives with someone In a relationship Or we either choose to say, stay single I want to know what are your views on marriage And choosing a spouse Or on staying single I'm going to start with you, uh, Big Scoop
4: Okay Um I want to I want to tackle my views on. I say at this moment I'm staying single because of the current situation. Okay. Um. And and also speaking from a standpoint of being married, you know, having mm-hmm. been married, so.
0: Right.
4: I, I just take it as, the single life is given the chance to opportunity to be more focused to to learn yourself. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: And I, I kind of enjoy it to a certain extent. You know, sometimes people get get lonely uh, during a single life, but. Uh-huh. At the same time, you get a you get a chance to explore yourself and gain a peace of mind and kind of get more focused. You know, you can spend a lot of time in a relationship trying to de- develop something and trying to
0: uh-huh.
4: please, you know, another person to, to, uh-huh. to almost to the fact of where you kind of can lose yourself, you know,
0: okay. and getting
4: caught up in, in, in pleasing another. So with the single life, I think it's, it allows me to be me. Like at this uh-huh. point, I've found more, more of me from being single.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, Rachel, what what are you, what, what are your take on that question? Well, I would
2: I would say, I would ask a caveat on out onto where man. Um, I feel like it. You know, as you're saying being single, it, it is a time to do a lot of soul searching, a lot of self-assessment. Um, it will it will allow you to grow spiritually and bond with God because that's who you spend your time with versus you know. Spend some time towards, so help you know your helpmate, and you know that's how the greatest, greatest positive is to have a helpmate. But if you don't, it does um, give you that leverage to go ahead and focus a whole lot more of your time on God. You know, asking for guidance, and you know, asking to meet yourself and mentoring and everything, and then get you know, get a deeper place within to prepare yourself for you know whether or not you're gonna actually come with somebody. But I do typically tend to think that it's kind of, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult for women, and that's just my personal opinion, That's except about how the Bible says, people find us a wife find us a good thing, which means we're not supposed out here looking for nobody. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be, you know, looking for us, so it puts you in a state of, you know, waiting and wanting and sometimes, you know, hoping that, okay, when, when it's going to be my time, you know, Lord, I've been preparing myself. Or to helpmate, uh to be someone's helpmate, I've been preparing myself to be a wife. You know, and you kind of find yourself under the system asking, asking God, like, uh, when?
1: <laughs> when? Okay, is that all right, I got you. Right. A place of a place of waiting. Uh, uh Minister Williams, you want to uh, tackle
3: that? Yes, sir. On the single aspect, just like everybody else just said, being single that does give you a chance to sit down and actually see. Where your life is headed, what do you want from your life? What is the plans that you want to uh, complete or tackle as you are being a single person? Because you're not, I hate to say it like this, tied down toward you know to anything, uh-huh. and you don't have any obligations towards coming home. So, being a, a single Christian or a single person is it's a good thing and a bad thing at first. Good thing, reason why, of course, is you know you're finding yourself, you're getting rooted, you're getting grounded, you're being able to explain, you know, ex- ex- experience and, and, and expose yourself to the things that you want in God, and and not only just that, but you but you also get to you, you know you you also get to see and hear God for yourself and not have any distractions at first. Not saying that being married is a distraction. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. <laughs> not, not saying that being married is a distraction, but mm-hmm. but you know, um, you 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 can actually hear what you need for yourself at first, and then you oh, know, gotcha. being then on the other hand, like, then on the other hand, I guess being married. I'm not married, but um, when when you choosing a person to be married with, you're choosing and coming stuff and out of that single life, and seeing that you're ready to have that helpmate, you're ready to have that good thing that is for you and everything that you learn from your single years you now can I would say bring into a marriage and hopefully mm-hmm. you all can come together in that one mind, one spirit and grow something together.
1: Ooh, that's powerful man. I, I understand that tied down. I think I woke up one night with a rope around <laughs> my neck. I said, man, God, I
0: Uh-oh. No, no, but I know what you're saying.
1: Sometimes it's not good to get tied down before you had the chance to develop yourself fully.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh
1: amen. Exactly. uh, uh Miss Banks, <laughs> you wanna jump in here? Yeah,
5: they on, they pretty much um sum everything up, but I want to say that I hate being single. <laughs> <laughs> but I let it out. let it go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but in the last month or so You know I, in, I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of soul searching I've been trying to figure out As I'm out dating I'm trying to figure um, things out But God has um, Showed me why I'm still single And what okay. he's saying to me and the people That um, the ones that are single We're single because we're going to be married And what I got from that Is um mm. I wanna be married. It's hard to find uh you know, people don't wanna be married. There's a lot of people don't wanna be married and so therefore I'm still single. So I'm like, Lord, why am I still single? But what he has given me is that the reason why you're still uh single is that you have uh you have a vision. You already know what you want. Mm-hmm. You know who you are and yeah. what you know. Then he gave great. me the second thing, he said, uh you have to have a deal breaker. You already know what you're gonna tolerate and what you're not gonna tolerate. Hey, and the man. third thing he gave me was, um, you got you know your values, you know what comes first. And um the main thing that comes first in what I do is God. My family, mm-hmm. you know, I just know a lot of things. So therefore when I'm out dating I can already tell that this person—he—he he can't be the one because he—they um, don't. A lot of times when you're dating, they don't want to—they um, don't even want to—to you hey. know—they don't want
0: to
5: come come in together with you and, and you know. Basically, when you hear somebody talk, you already know. Hey, this can't be the person. He cannot how be you, the one. How but you I, see him, you know. Okay. How, how
4: that deferment.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah, you already can mm-hmm. know because if you already have your vision for what you're trying to go, that person um gotta be trying to go in the same direction.
0: Uh-huh. If
5: you okay. know what you will and will not tolerate, you can tell that person, but if that person is not willing to make or compromise or not really compromise, but you know, kinda of meet you hand weight in or something, you know, that you know, can be So, me,
1: so yeah. you compare your but, list so you uh, compare your list with his list. Y'all compare your list. No, it it's not a list. <laughs>
5: It's, it's not a list. It's just about what you know you want. I just know what okay. I want because I've been single for yeah. so long, and um I asked okay.
1: to, uh to 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 uh, prepare me for my husband, get me ready, okay. and He really and he... got me ready for my husband. All so, and All happy. right, hey. oh. Okay. All right, hey. Listen, uh, where has the time went? Listen, I got to go to a break. But when I come back, I want to know. See, it, the next question I want to ask you is, uh. Like, you know, being single does have its advantages. When I was single, I learned how to cook. I learned how to clean. You know, just little personal things that, you know, I got under my belt. I just want to know at this stage in your life, I know Val says she hated but what, what has been good? What What's one of the takeaways, advantages that you found? So we're going to break quickly. We're going to break right quick, quickly, and we'll be right back. All right, hold on.
6: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At WIN, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with WIN to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org.
1: Yes, indeed, and we're back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you are tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, AM Radio. We're partnered with some good people at We Inspire that want you to win. Listen, I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. Thank you for being on the show. Listen, I want to give you a free copy of my book, the Power Keys, Life of Wisdom Series, Volume 1. Just go and like my page, Apostle John L. Solomon, and I'll give you a, give me a valid email, and I will send you this Power Keys in ebook format tonight i have some incredible people here with me tonight i have uh minister samuel williams miss rachel jones miss valerie banks and big scoop and we're talking about the the single life living single the good the bad and the struggle when i left off we talked about uh Asking you what, what's good at this stage about being single because, like Val said, I hate it. But there are some people who that single they don't know they don't know what to look for or what to do at this point. I'm gonna start with you, Rachel. Can you uh, briefly tell us what's been good for you?
2: Well, actually, I would agree. I'd be inclined to agree with Val to so say I do hate it. Because I was married, at, uh, you know, for a long period of time, for 11 years actually. So, you know, when you're accustomed to, you know what being married feels like, uh, being single is a completely different thing. Now, what I take positive from being single, um, it, it gave me the opportunity to get to know myself better as a person, to um, and strength strengthen myself as a woman and a woman of God. And to also know exactly, like she also said, what you want and what you look for. And um, when you're you, when you out dating, you know, that person has to align with the vision that you have for your life, you know, and what you have, the vision that you have, um, and the mission that God has for you to accomplish. So they have to be aligned with that. And I really right. feel like, you know, they so they will reveal early on, you know, whether or not they're aligned with what you have going on or you align with whatever they have going on you will find yeah, that out earlier early on. So, you know, some may see that as a disappointment. Well, okay, it didn't work out. I don't, you know, okay, and that's another okay. thing. I feel like it's encouraging to see that, okay, this ain't the one. God got somebody better. I need to keep pushing forward because wow, if this was him, he was you know, he was good. I liked him. Then God it got to be somebody a whole lot better than this mm-hmm. one right here. So, you know, I just try to stay encouraged when you're single
0: okay. it, it
2: kinda makes you um, push ourselves to being and encourage and stay at all times. You know, because yeah. just, it is. It is. a lot of times. It's just you and your fault.
1: You know. Uh-huh. So you have to build yourself up. Okay. Uh, you have to build scoop, yourself up. Big scoop. I'm answer the question.
4: Uh, for me, I would say the two good things for me uh, was kind of what you said. Is is I had a chance to reevaluate myself. So I got that chance to see, okay, where I messed up before, where did my relationships go wrong before from being single? Because when you're in a relationship and you're going day by day, you really ain't got that time, too much time to focus on it because you started doing, you know, those tasks that you feel are necessary to make your relationship bloom and blossom. Uh, the, the second thing I would say is, was a good thing is, I was able to accomplish a dream that I had since I was a young kid, which is recording music. And, and, and okay. while being in a relationship, you know, that kind of got pushed to the side because of the time constraints on that and, you know, you don't want to feel like you're neglecting your relationship. So that allowed me to see what I'm capable of doing in order to prepare me into my future.
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, Val, I know you touched on it already, but if you could share a little bit more.
5: Well, um, what singleness has done for me is being single is um, basically getting to know myself and also having a true personal relationship with God
0: mm-hmm. because
5: like when I was married, I had a relationship with God, but i felt i I feel that the relationship I had God, had with God was more so because I was hurting, and okay. so once I came up out of the the um you know came out of that stage or whatever, I was able to be you know have joy with he had the relationship but is you know it was on a different level, and I, I really um, appreciate, you know, I look back at, you know, what happened in my marriage, and I thank God that, you know, it went the way it did, and it made me a better person, it made me learn how to serve God mm-hmm. in the good and in the bad.
1: Okay. Uh, Minister Williams?
3: <clears throat> well, a one of two things that I've gained from being single, uh, well, from being single before, is like just like everybody else has said, is find the biggest thing is finding who you are yourself. Getting to know who yourself who yourself is and who you are in God and what he has planned for uh for us. So that that's one of the biggest things, is getting that one on one time with God. And I guess um almost like almost like what I said before, when when you're in a relationship, like like Big Scoop said, when you're in a relationship you have you know, you have to make sure you have time for the other, uh, your significant other. You have to make sure that you have time to spend. You have to think about, you know, things that you might want to do together, and without leaving the other person out. But as you are being, but as you are single, that's you know, you you're able to maneuver in God the way that you know you need to grow. Um, and also, like um, Scoop said, I was. Um recently I was able to start a business. I also started a, a shoe store online. So, you know, mm-hmm. being being able okay. to do some things that you're able to do uh yourself.
1: Yeah. composed hey, compared man. to
3: being uh um... mm-hmm. go ahead, uh-huh. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, you're fine. I was saying plug that shoe store,
3: brother. But yeah, you know, just uh doing do you know, like you said, just just opposed to, to being married. You're able to, to gain your thoughts. You're able to hear from God. You're able to grow in the spirit. You're able to uh-huh. um, sow seeds in different ways, in, in that that you wouldn't be able to. I'm not saying wouldn't be able to, but in, in certain ways of being seated. Um so it's some a, some places so you can go.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see, I'm, What I'm seeing is it's a difference with the men and the women. We, we'll we'll get to that. We're gonna get to that in a minute. But you know, I'm gonna ask y'all a few questions. I'll answer
6: the question.
1: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want
0: answers. I want the truth.
1: You
6: can't handle the
0: truth. <laughs> I
1: just love that. I love when they put that in there. And some of us can't handle the truth, but hey, you got to put it down. This next question. Uh, some people some people are single, never married. Some people are single with children. And some of us are single, divorced. Do you feel like, uh, do, have you experienced society in the church making you feel bad or, uh, inferior because you're single uh, I'm going to start with you Rachel
2: Ooh, Well I will say You know Sometimes when you're single and you're a woman And you uh, want to say Look halfway decent A lot of times you may You, you said okay turn, turn, uh, Not embrace it, it More so or as much as somebody that's married You know on that level You know you may be looked upon like you want somebody man or you at church mm-hmm. looking for a man. You know, even if you're going to worship and praise God, you know, you might care. They might, you know, stigmatize you to say that, oh, okay, look at her. What What is she doing here? She got her. she don't have nobody. Um, is she here for the right reasons? I mean, sometimes it might cause undue judgment on you when all okay. you're trying to do is seek the Lord. And you might not even, you know, probably not even thinking about dating a man mm-hmm. in the church or being with somebody in the church. you trying to get yourself together for God. So I think mm-hmm. that, that does sometimes carry um into the
1: church when you're single and you're a woman and you're trying to go into a new church. Okay. That's stigma. Uh what about you,
5: Valerie? I haven't had that problem but I totally agree with uh, Rachel because that's exactly what I was um gonna say. That they um you know, they'll they'll look at you and think that, you know, since you're single and you look a certain type of way or dress a type uh, certain type of way
1: that you're trying to seek out of somebody's hood, uh or man, or whatever. Right, right. Because she said if you halfway good looking, so if you ugly, you don't have that. Whatever. Well, no, don't ask me. <laughs> no, no I, I didn't say, I didn't I didn't say, it, I didn't say that. Say don't worry
3: about that. Now. Don't worry <laughs> about that. We'll <laughs> just move on <laughs> to the fellas. <palace. laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Minister Williams. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> man, um it's, it's almost. almost uh, ladies, I have to say it's almost the same thing for us too. um like you have to. One thing, I, the funny thing I had to worry about is like, as, as I became a minister, of course people would be like, Well, you're a minister now. Now you got to get married."
0: And you know, <laughs> people want to
3: set you up with this person, that person, the third. And like, now I'm trying to tell them, I'm, I'm dating. I'm dating already. I'm dating already. But you know, that's the biggest thing. And then you know, being single and being being single, being a minister and being a man in in church, you know. It's even if we go visit different places. It's, it's almost like you, you want to dress nice for yourself and you know be a great representation for God, you know. But then it's almost like uh, it's it's, it's kind of like a two edged sword. It's almost like sometimes people think that you're trying to look good to impress other people or impress those those women in those uh visiting churches, or it could be the other way too, where um, you know. You go into a new place and people might say, well, I'm going to try to see if I can make this person fall or I can want to go to this place and see if I can make this guy, you know, mm-hmm. he says he's right. single. Let me see if he's really single and sold out for God for real. Okay. Hey, Amen. Um, can can then, I
2: interject please. one more thing with that? Can I interject oh, one one thing? Yes. Go ahead. Also, um, a single woman has to have a strong sense of discernment because you will get approached by um, men sometimes, you know, telling you that you're supposed to be their wife or God sent you to them, you know, a lot of times, um, sometimes they're speaking out of lust, and what they want personally, you know, versus what God told them, you know, to come tell you, because I believe that God would tell both people that went to their feet, you know,
1: tell them one person with that, amen, that's good, I know, when I was single, I had a lot of that, you know, a lot of, uh, Church women was saying that uh, they were supposed to be my wife, you know, wife and stuff, so I understand that. Uh, Big Scoop, you want to go ahead with that question?
4: Uh, I can, well, from my point, I can say I I haven't experienced, you know, nothing like that in the church as far as being single. Um, I could say going into the church uh, at at first, when I was single, I would say I kind of, I came in at one point saying, okay, is the person I'm supposed to be with here, you know, and, and can I be shown if they are here, but you know, other than that, I'm I'm strictly that to get the word, I'm strictly that for God. Or oh, if not I'm I'm busy Amen. working, man, so so it, it wasn't even a chance Amen. to even get my mind in that area.
1: Hey hey man. Hey man, that that's powerful. That's one thing. They talked about Boaz recognized uh Ruth while she was uh, working.
3: Working. Oh. That's right.
1: But it was, it was Naomi. It was Naomi doing the setting up part though, you know. Now, now this this something, that we were saying the other a, a little while ago, uh who has it best or who has it worse, if we could say worse, that's an evaluation when it comes to dating and being single when you juxtapose or compare <laughs> uh men, single men to single women, okay? Now, I may have to break out. I may have to uh stop some of you in your in the middle of the break, but uh I'm going to start with you uh Rachel.
2: Well, um, as I've stated previously, I do um, tend to feel like women, we may have a more difficult time uh, with being single or being saved uh, for a few reasons. First reason, um, it's probably about 10 women to every one man that's out here, you know, with the Lord and everything, so that may feel harder. And um, also, because of what the Bible says, you know, the man's supposed to be finding his wife and looking for a helpmate, so that puts you in a constant, you know, in a state of wanting or waiting Kind of, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say sad, but just waiting in a preparation stage. So you really, basically, you waiting on, on on your husband to come find you and wife you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of different for men because one, you know, they're they're in search of their wife, so they can go out and speak, and they can move forward and be, um, you know. Progressive about finding her and you know finding his okay. wife and solidifying that, and also just last like I stated, it, it's ten women to every one man, so um no he will he will mm-hmm. he will know he probably he will has. find his wife faster, and he we has. will wait him for our husband to find us. Okay, uh, <laughs> <M-Minister>, <laughs>
1: Minister yes. Williams, Minister Williams, I hear you ready to answer
3: that one. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you Apostle. <laughs> well um, as being, now i can't I can't understand how women were having harder just like you said there are ten women to every one uh every one man, and that is a big field that is a big ratio uh but also i have to say for for the men for the for the men it's almost, it's almost like when as we're working as we're working for god as we're uh, building king, building kingdom relationships, you know. Being single, we have to remember first we have to be holy because, like like you said, be that holy for I am holy. So we can't just go we can't just go out um, being any any kind of way, any kind of man, any kind of representation because we are still the temple of the living, of the living God. So if if I had to say comparing. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest and this might sound odd, it might sound bad For the men no, You know what you, know what, you know what
1: Wait, 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 hold Hold that honest, <laughs> in, hold that bad right there We're going to pick, <laughs> it, gonna pick right. that up in a minute Alright, we'll be right back I want to pause for a station break
3: okay? Alright all right.
1: <laughs> Hello,
3: my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO Of We Inspire Network
5: Radio God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week, where together, through God, we win.
1: All right, we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network. Now tonight tonight on the uh, panel I have with me Miss Valerie Banks, Miss Rachel Jones, Minister Samuel Wisdom and uh Williams and Big Scoop. Now uh Minister Williams when we left you was te- you was uh giving us the odd and the strain. You <laughs> was telling us about the difference with uh men and women, single men and single women.
3: Yes, and uh, and I was getting ready to say just to be to be honest. It's almost like, and people might not see it this way, it's almost like both sides have a worse worse and a best side. Because Mm -hmm. equally, I believe that men can experience some things that are, such as people might say, uh, that guy's trying to speak with or date every woman in the church. That guy is doing this, that, and the third with every person in the church. Or Mm -hmm. it could be the same, um, even for the best, um, like that. Like he you might hear some um some conversations of of some men being lifted up in the church and being single, like, you know what, he's he's a good guy, he's he's done this and the third, okay. he has uh, done this in the community and the same thing as for women. I I've heard I've actually heard equally both sides, uh, women being put down for being single and and having some type of arterial motive or and also women being built up being single um, doing things that some people together or some people um, that's married wouldn't even fathom the thought to do uh, to share themselves as a willing vessel for God, willing vessel for Christ, and actually mm-hmm. working in the kingdom, being being single and being tangible when, you know, being in a relationship or being married, sometimes you're not that tangible when people need you. Okay. Okay. So, I.
1: I, uh, I, so I uh, mm-hmm, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish that thought.
4: I'm done. I'm done. I'm okay. All right. Big Scoop,
1: you want to
4: answer that? Yeah, I want to say Um, I'm going to go 60-40 with, with the men having it harder because I'm going to say, okay. yeah, I want to <laughs> say, like, Um, for a man, you know, when you're approaching a woman, you got to come correct, you know, especially these mm-hmm. days. So you, you got to come correct, and then if you don't, you know, you get shot down. I, I feel like the woman has more more power, <laughs> so to speak, because the woman can say, hey, come on, you know, and the man mm-hmm. going to come. The man can't just say, Hey, right. you my soul mate, come on. You know, a woman's mm-hmm. gonna look at you crazy. So I feel right. like men might have it harder trying to pursue and, and go after that woman that they feel might be, you know, their their soulmate, their helpmate. And okay. and the women have that more the women make the final say so, you know, as to what's what's gonna happen.
1: Because see, when they see they throwing out that stat, that ten to one. The Bible said there were five wives and <laughs> there were five foolish So you know. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Uh, Valerie?
5: Well, I think women have it worse, and I'm just going to speak from this. During. The Bible, the Bible says the man that himself a wife finds himself a good thing. Well, a lot of people in the church, and i the church they a man as, they see a man as, you know, if they're going on dates with women, they see them as like looking for their wife. But if a woman go on, you know, on most dates, you know, with different guys or whatever, although she's not supposed to be speaking, but if the guy asks her out and she's single, I think there's nothing wrong with that, but a lot of people see something wrong with that. And so, I think that it seems like the men have it good where they can just go out and date because they're supposed to be fighting themselves a wife. But a woman, it seems like we just sort of sit back and say, okay, since he didn't uh, work out well, then I'll just um, chill and wait, I uh, guess, some months later and then go out again. But with me personally, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I already know okay. what I'm looking for. So I'm just going to keep it moving or whatever and – just because something didn't work with you, just because we went out and it it, it wasn't meant for us to be together, don't mean I can't just be friends with person and keep it moving on to, you know, uh, to the next date, you know. And it could be wrong, but that's just what I'm going through. Um, so with people looking at it and saying that, hey, you need to slow it down or whatever, but I've been slowed down for ever since I um, got a divorce in 08, and I've been slowed down until uh since 16, you know, mm-hmm. I don't,
1: I, you know, not going on dates no more because of what you're gonna think. All right. So, yeah. so, so yeah. dating. So, from your perspective, dating shouldn't be just to find a mate. It, you see it as like a, a like a, a recreation, with a, a recreation well, with I'm, a platon, you know, in a sense, or just. Well, just you know, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Okay, when, when I when I okay, but um, this guy, you know, just say he approached me. I'll just say I got a coach, and uh okay, you know we we' talking or whatever he seemed like he's a pretty good gentleman, and all of a sudden, you know he asked me to go out with him, I say, you know, okay, you know, I'll go out, and I don't know where it's gonna go or where you know where it's headed to um, but once we yeah, we talking or whatever couple times, time, you know, I kind of realized like, hey you know, maybe he's not the one, and so I'm gonna sit back um uh, and watch how man I tell you Hey, you know this is what I want. This that, and the third, but really,
1: the
3: actual out—if you watch his actions, or his actions not gonna line up with the word. So, hey, I know, no, he's not the one. It's not lining up, and so I just okay. you know, okay, you know, so, so, so we know. Have, go ahead. Somebody, somebody was coming in. Well oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, do we, uh, do we still have a little time to uh, to add an extra comment? Yeah, you do. Go ahead. Uh... This, now, this, my, my comment isn't uh, against anybody, but it's just something I just thought about. You know, being in the church community, in, in in the church community, when it comes to you know, let's say for example, people, you know, ministers or whoever whoever is, has ministers, preachers, uh, or whatever have you. Now, the bit the biggest thing that I hate, uh, I, I guess I can say I, I, I say I hate is. How people would label how the church community labeled uh the one ministers that date uh people in the church community that that are dated just opposed to being um being single now when Paul wrote that it's better to marry than to burn, of course that is true, but Paul also wrote for himself when he i think he was just talking about himself about it's better to be single now I don't mm-hmm. think nobody in their life wants to just be completely single. I'm not gonna be single I plan on being married sometimes. So, you know, but when it, when it comes to dating and also being in, you know, pe I guess I can just uh, speak for just not just the men in the pool, men, but men and women in the pool, you know, people see that when people see a person preaching and they see a man or a woman that's preaching in the pool, People in the some people in the congregation, depending on what their their mindset is at that time, they're even looking and they're saying, "Oh man, that's an awesome word." Or some people can say, oh, I see, they see that power that anointing that somebody is, is preaching with." And sometimes people become attracted to that person, thinking that they're attracted to the person, but they're really it's the anointing that, that drawn them, and they're attracted for the wrong reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, I guess I guess that's why okay. I can go back and say that's why I'm saying that it's both. Uh, I, I can see it being fifty-fifty with men and women, especially if you're. It's just it's just one quick thought. No, Tom.
0: Can
3: I, 50-
2: I can I say something real quick
3: too?
2: Yes. I I do respectfully disagree with the um, dating. Just out dating different people? Um, I haven't dated in over a year because I I do feel like if you um, are going to date somebody, it got to be something about that person, um, that you feel like you may have potential and having a future with, or something, you know, about that person out aligns with, like say, your vision that you have that God has aligned out for you. You know, that mm-hmm. person has to have that quality. So I think it, it will it kinda of takes away from you and your purpose if you're out here just going on, you know, different dates and stuff when you probably already know that
1: that's not your um, soulmate. So that's just how I personally feel about right. that. Big scoop. Yeah, oh, let, 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 Scoo- let, let me let Big Scoop. Let me let Big Scoop get his take on it, then I'll come back to you, there.
4: Okay. I just kind of want to take it back off of that because, like, from what I caught from that, it's like a lot of times too. You know, like if you do go on a lot of dates, you could find yourself picking mm-hmm. up that same type of person with a couple of different qualities. You know, exactly. so it's like you kind of right. doing the same thing, so you almost get it correct. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. right. Okay, Valerie. What
5: i will fixing to say is, um, I wouldn't say that I'm dating that uh, a person. I would say that, like, okay, and y'all and y'all need, I need y'all to help me because probably why i may be single. But
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> what I'm saying is that for like years after I got a divorce or whatever, I probably went on a date here and there, but never really, uh, you know, got out there so now it's like, okay, you know, if somebody asks me, you know, out or whatever, you know, if they get, like I say, it just depends on, you know, how he's talking, you know, or whatever, whatever. I may go out to a dinner date with on a dinner date with that person.
0: Right.
5: And, so, and um, once I come out to dinner date with um, that person or whatever, you know, I feel we could talk to them, but, you know, in the midst of us kind of talking, you know, um, both of us or I realize, like, no, he's, uh, he's not the one or whatever. Let's say um oh uh a month from now, you know, I meet you know, I probably meet other guys or whatever but no, no, I'm not gonna go on a date. See you know, I meet this other guy. I'm just to say a month from now. And I just want uh I just went on a date with somebody else last month. It's wrong for me to, you know, accept a date from from that person. Mm-hmm. Well I what? think
2: well, in my opinion, I mean I think you are doing what I said you you, you you if something about that person that you feel like is stimulating or aligning with um, the vision that, you know, God has for you and that you have for yourself with God. So it had to be something about that individual that you thought, you know, might be a potential, you know, when you went out on your dates, you get to know him and he's not quite aligned up with what you know you have going on, then you you know, you probably dismiss him and then you just wait on God like you said. So I think it's just pretty much you we saying the same thing. I'm just me Yeah. okay, I just, yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Well, it, it it is. You do find yourself in a catch twenty-two. I kind of, uh, like Minister Williams was saying. I was a single pastor, and it was difficult being alone. But then at the same time, you know, everybody, you know, the church wants to pick who you need to see. And then, uh, as Val was saying, you know, after a divorce, you're trying to find what do I do with myself now. Even as Rachel mm-hmm. went into earlier. You used to be in a family-oriented person. Now you're by yourself, and it's like, okay, what? How do I? What do I do? Uh, how do you I? You got to kind of battle time? that
4: past. Mhm, mhm. You got to kind
1: of battle
4: your you... past a little
1: bit too. Uh
0: huh. Go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. yeah, uh, that's true.
2: So you want carry that um that old baggage mm-hmm, exactly. because you go through the divorce into your new no your new relationship. So you do have that's to right. deal yep. with that too. Now, so once they now,
1: start
4: acting like that, that old that person, thing. then you kind of you know.
1: Okay. Hey, listen, hold on for a minute. I just want to let you know that I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're the power that we inspire that we're ready. I want to thank all my listeners for being on tonight. And we're talking about living single the good, the bad, and the struggle. One thing that Minister Williams said, he said, he quoted the scripture, it's better to marry than to burn. And I, I, I used to struggle with the scripture a little bit because it's saying, What I took away is it it wise to marry in order just to appease a burning desire, only to find out that you can't stand this woman or you do not want to be around this man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But then then he countered that by saying Paul also said it's better for you to, I guess in some cases, to be single like me. So um, let's talk about a minute for that that burning desire as we're closing on our last phase of the show, how how do you feel? What are, what's the coping methods? What what what? Because uh, uh, Big Scoop was talking about celibacy the other day, so maybe y'all could just dive in and piggyback off each other and toss it around here.
2: Well, I guess I'll go first. Um, I go for. I find myself in a place where um, I was in kind of frustrated about that. I was searching. You know, reaching out for answers. You know, calling my church members because you know you sometimes you can't get to a point where you get you you don't know what to do about it and then you call people, especially you know, married. because um, they might tell you, "Well, go read the Bible." You know, mm-hmm. go get somewhere and sit down, basically. But you know, and I'm just gonna be candid about it. You know, you can read the Bible and you can do certain things, but sometimes you know it's very difficult to put past or flesh. Now, um. Mm-hmm. Where I have learned as a coping mechanism to do, you know, of course, read the Bible, you know, listen to praise and worship music, but when it gets past that point, you know, when your mind starts trying to wander and things like that, I immediately shift focus and start thinking about something else. If it's a man that I that I'm attracted to at that time, um, if I find myself trying to think about him in a sexual manner, I shift that thought to. Him taking me out to dinner or me and him watching movies okay. together, you know, so, something more family-oriented, you know. and But, but mm-hmm. what I did learn about that, you have to cut it off at the head. You got to cut that snake off at the head because mm-hmm. if you sit mm-hmm. and let that salt faster,
0: Mar- let um, it marinate,
2: yeah. And, yeah, let it marinate. It's going to take you to a whole different level With with that thought And then you'll be sitting around feeling bad Feeling like you failed God Because you took that thought into fruition So I did learn mm-hmm. that you have to go ahead And cut it off as soon as it comes to your mind Cut it off, think about something else Find something else to do So that's how okay. I I deal with it Okay,
3: Minister Williams The way I feel with it Before I get to a point of being a burning desire During, during the dating process Uh both the man the man and the woman Have to at least know their boundaries And the man And I think it's good for the man to say You know this This is what I'm willing to do This is how far I'm willing to go As with data. dating And the reason why I say I think the man should say it Because you know <laughs> This is going to be really insightful But the reason I think that men should do it Is because if a man If a man waits for a woman to say Alright well this is what I'm willing to do This is what I'm not willing to do Then a man Only, only thing is, Some men would do, and I know I've done it before, and this is just being honest, being, you know, when I was in college or whatever.
0: Yeah. Is
3: okay, I know I I know what you're not willing to do, but I now I also know how to counteract what you would do and still sneak around (laughs) in the back door.
0: (laughs) So if a man
3: (laughs) exactly. So if a man does put his you know, not put things putting his foot down, but if he's saying, All right, you know what, I'll take a hug instead of a kiss. After this date, or you know, instead of going instead of going watching movies at my house, you know, we can go to the public a public place, watch a movie, or do do whatever and hang out, and do it like that. And that way, um, the man, you know, nobody is being led to a to a desire before it even gets there. And then not okay. only that, but this is also a helpful piece. Uh, it it shows that um, that man is being you know not being dominant, but showing that the man is also you know showing that he has a backbone and showing that he knows what he wants. And that's kind of, you know, being honest, in a dating situation, I think that might be a turn for some people, for some women. Not, okay. I hope I'm not saying this in a bad way, but, you know, pe- people people want to know that a man is going to be a man in a relationship. Now, that, okay. that, that doesn't mean that a man has to be, you know, a, a complete uh, narcissist about himself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just being... Just being the fact that, all right, I know how far I want to go. I don't want a burden desire to come in because I'm not going to, and that's just basically to, to say I'm not going to marry a person just because I want to to have those husband and wife, uh, um, not Amen. Yeah. Add, add,
0: add,
3: mm-hmm. additives, add, things that come in extra. Okay. Uh, Valerie? Well,
5: when it comes to, um, the burning desire, um, you know, just gonna marry for that purpose. I wouldn't do it because I always, um, I know from my um, previous marriage that we was unequally yoked, and I just always remember what I went through. So before mm-hmm. I let that just um, that passion just burn like that for a person, you know, I, I you know, I kind of like, you know. Kind of like what uh, Rachel was saying, you know, you just kind of uh, put yourself in another, uh, your mind in another state. You know, most mm-hmm. um, of the time I'll be like, oh, God, I, ask, I just have to help me. And what mm-hmm. he has done uh, for me over the years or whatever is that he just uh, let me know that you have to put your flesh uh, your up for the commission. you got to know that you are stronger than this or whatever. And so I just kind of talked my way through it and prayed my way through it. And I'm, uh, I'll stop you a little bit, but um, I kind of uh, once at one point a couple of times throughout the years, I was like, uh, I'm going to do it. I just feel like I'm just going to do this or whatever. I said, I and mean, then in, in a script came to me, God, you said you'll provide a way of escape every time. So I said, God, mm-hmm. you, you know, I just talked to him and I said, you know, um, and it seemed like every time I say that, you provide a way of escape every time, uh, you know, uh, I ask God mm-hmm. to do that. It seemed like something will start getting in the way that I know that God, or, you know, keeping something from happening. Amen. Oh, big I, scoop. Amen. Amen.
4: I would say, um, you know, as far as the desire, uh, and, and me speaking personally, you know, sometimes it has been times where, yeah, I can fight it, and that, that just shows I'm getting that, that, that fruit of the spirit, that self-control, but at the same time, it might be, or let's say, okay, let's say now I could say I can get the self-control, but before, I might have got burnt. You know, I might have got burnt <laughs> a little bit and, and said, okay, now I know how to feels. I know how I feel afterwards, so I may not do that again, so it, it allows me to you know, get that strength, that more self-control. Throw mm-hmm. so myself, like you They throw yourself into something else that kind of gets your mind. Right. But hey, sometimes we do get consumed mm-hmm. by the body. Mm.
1: Well, I, I, I appreciate y'all' disclosure on that because pe- people, people need to hear that because they, some people they living out the same script. You know, they they living out the same script with different characters and running into the same mm-hmm. situation. You know, okay. Uh, I, we got about we got about seven minutes left i, I wanna uh shift track for a minute there there's some uh, there there's some single people who have been they've been hurt i mean i mean hurt by relationships, and some of them have said i'm never gonna get with this person. I'm never doing this again, and they've stagnated their lives because of this relationship they've put themselves in a place where they're not achieving any goals and they're not they got walls up and they're not opening up to any, uh, anybody else out there and you all being ministers and uh, understanding what pain is i want you to just take a few minutes and uh and speak to that person who may be listening Uh, Say something to them that may encourage them to to get past that hurt and begin to uh, build a productive lives because, uh, you know, from reading your bios and talking to you and reading your posts, you all have some progressive things going on and you keep yourself up. So if you could just share that energy with someone who may need it now. I'm going to start with you, uh, Valerie.
5: When I went through it, what helped me is to, I, I had to get to a place in Christ, you know, to let him ahead, let him is, uh, lead, by, uh, lead me, and then uh, he uh, started teaching me how to love myself. It, when you uh, learn to love yourself, when you start to love or uh, just love yourself and uh, don't care about what people think and how, you know, nothing, else, well, basically nothing matters. You put God um, first in your life. Let him lead and guide you and start loving yourself, you will come about a thing. And um I'm gonna say another thing, the surrender to prayer. I um uh-huh. the surrender the prayer helped me a lot. Accepting the things that you cannot change and um and encourage to change the things that you can. That that prayer helped me a lot. And so that's my thing yeah. thing to you know, whoever is listening just Amen. um God first, and then, like I said, start loving yourself. If you don't Thank know you. how to start loving yourself, ask God how to love right. yourself and then start on um, 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 saying that surrender prayer. And I promise you, things will change uh, in your life.
1: Amen. That was Mrs. Valerie Banks. Uh, Big Scoop.
4: Uh, I want to take a, uh, a quote from my pastor. Uh, she said, Pain is an indicator. So, you know, it's indicated that something great about to happen. And and for me being in the medical field, I want to say that the heart is a muscle. So, in the yeah. sense of weightlifting or something like that, it's no pain, no gain. So you gain is something good. It may seem bad, but you gain is something good. Something that's Man. making you stronger Man. and making you more aware. You know, to what you're coming for in your future. So I just want to encourage yeah. you to to keep to keep going. Let that pain motivate you and push you into the place that you need to be.
1: Mm-mm-mm. That was Mr. Booker, a.k.a. Big Scoop. Uh,
2: uh, Rachel? Um, I would say um, put the crown on, adjust the crown, move forward. Um, be encouraged, stay powerful, be beautiful, um, love, live, and grow in your life. In each situation that you encounter, learn a lesson from it. Continue on about the mission. God has something better in your future, and if you keep that in your mind, you will know, you know that you are a beautiful design, and there's somebody uniquely designed just for you, you know, the Amen. child of God. So, you know, don't take those past experiences into new experiences. Treat each, each person and each experience like something new. Give everybody a chance, and um, give yourself a chance, and like they say, love yourself. Get renewed Get refreshed You know Love God God will guide you Just let, allow him To order yourself With each and every move You make In in whatever relationship You might find yourself And if it doesn't work Like I say Shake it off Dust it off pick your crown up Put it back on your head And keep moving forward
0: <laughs> That
5: was <Ask> God, <laughs> your, mind, your heart Your mind Just ask for A, a renewed inner,
1: um, Heart and mind Good, man. Amen That was Miss Rachel Elise Jones oh, Amen Last but not least, Minister
3: Samuel Williams. The best thing I can say is that God gives us beauty for ashes. So no matter what old situation that we may have went through, no matter what pain, no matter what heartache, it's like all of them just all of them say you have to continue to love yourself. You have to push and thrive in loving and knowing who you are in God. Just like uh, Big Scoop said, you have whatever test, whatever um, test we went through, whatever pain that we went through. That pain lets you know that something greater is getting ready to come. So love yourself, know that God loves you, and know that whatever situation that may have you down or depressed, God gives you beautiful ashes. So just look for something greater in the next coming days or the next coming months. Don't just don't feel you don't have to feel that you have to be in a dark, clouded room for the rest of your days. But just open up the window, allow that sunshine to continue to shine in. And as you see the sun shining, smile and just thank God for a new day that you can try something new. Wow, man, I
1: gotta, I gotta tell you, y'all been an incredible panel. Yeah, y'all, y'all know I gotta do a marriage show now. Now like I gotta get the married people now and <laughs> do a show. Now the <laughs> the bar. Uh, I just wanna thank my guests tonight, Miss Rachel Lee Jones, Mr. Samuel Williams, Miss Valerie Banks, and Mister Booker, A.K.A. Big School. Come on, let's hear it for my guests tonight. Been- oh. Thank God. I thank God. for every one of you. It's been incredible listening to your stories, hearing your testimony and you sharing your wisdom and I'm looking for great and bigger things from each of you. Your, Your books, your CDs, your preaching, all those things. Just keep going because you're doing a tremendous job. To all my listeners tonight Thank you for being here with me Apostle John L. Solomon Uh, Strength from the Lions Uh, We're going to be back next Wednesday When I'm going to be doing my third installment Of Women with Purpose Listen, I'm excited I got some powerful women coming on the show As always So look, keep your head up Keep doing what you know to do Because uh, God is with you If God is for you who can be against you? Stand up, be strong, and just stay motivated. You're going to get hit with some things that's going to disappoint you. It may drop you to your knees, but just look up, get up, and keep on going and bounce back. Because you can do hard. You can do it. Don't you stop. Don't let nobody hold you back. Just keep pressing, and don't you quit. Thank you for being with me, Apostle John L. Solomon, in the lion's den.